0: To the midday grind with Martin Kilcoin and Charlie Marlowe on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com.
1: We, we are the mediocre presidents. You won't find our faces on dollars or on cents. There's Taylor, there's Tyler, there's Gilmore, and there's Hayes.
0: There's William Henry Harrison. I died in 30 days. We are the adequate, forgettable, occasionally.
1: I was going to say South Park, but I bet it was Family Guy. Simpsons, Sim- oh. early Simpsons. It's Hoff pulling the audio. Uh, where, where, where are we at? Come on, know your audio. Know, a great, know your producer. It's a great
0: Valentine's Day episode involving Lisa Simpson and, and Ralph Wiggum. And you know what? Too much credit's given to the good presidents. Let's talk about some of the ones we regret. <laughs>
1: Which one died in the tub? Uh, is it Rutherford? No. Ru- I thought Taft had to be taft. taft. I thought he had to be like buried in like a coffin that was essentially big like like as, big as a tub. Taft was the uh, original tap the Breaks chubby. I think that was Taft. Know <laughs> your president. Tap <laughs> the Breaks chubby Taft. It is President's Day. Midday grind. Five night of the fan going until one o'clock. Hardline will take over. A little bit of housekeeping here. We are on remote. Martin, Frank, Charlie will all be back together. Uh, the rest of this week, but three days on the road tomorrow, Tuesday, part of our Mardi Gras countdown. We're going to be at 1860 Saloon down there in Soulard. Housekeeping! I was late, 10 sorry. Until I find it. <laughs> All right, this is weird. Last weekend at the Marquette game in Milwaukee, my wife and I were staying downtown, and I ran down to get a coffee and to bring it back up to the room. And the lady was going up and down, and she was doing the... Housekeeping! And I, 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 I stopped for a second. Oh, no. And I thought about doing it. And I was going to say, <laughs> no. can, you just, can you just do this into my phone? <laughs> and I thought it'd be a fun clip to bring back for you guys. Housekeeping. And I just, it just didn't feel right. I thought she would have just been alarmed, shocked, offended, called for security. I didn't think there was enough payoff there to risk it. The <laughs> juice wasn't worth the squeeze. No. Uh, Tuesday, 1860s saloon. And then on Thursday, we're going to be at Maryville. And maybe Jimmy Powers will stop by.
0: He is uh whenever we get a remote form um from downstairs, it, usually it says who the on site contact is, so someone like Matt Rocky or Jim Hewer can contact them oh, yeah, and dude. and uh, arrange you know where we're gonna be, just kind of minor details. Um Jim Powers is listed as the on site contact for our remote on nice. Thursday.
1: Jump and Jimmy Jumpin Powers Jimmy. Will be hosting us Thursday, in Maryville and then Friday, Schnooks on Lindbergh. Which Schnooks is this? I saw the address. I guess I could have looked it up. That would have been housekeeping off-air, as opposed to housekeeping on-air. Why don't you tell me where it's located?
0: <laughs> One sec. I have it started in my email. Um, the world tour continues. It, it continues at five seven eight zero South Lindbergh Boulevard.
1: Right now, where is <laughs> which? Lo- there's there's a lot of Lindbergh out there, is what I'm there's saying. A there's a lot of Lindbergh, Lindbergh right out there. I'm looking up the we'll map. We'll get it. Yeah. This, well, is, this
0: is an old shop and save though. This is part of the uh, the, the Schnooks 19. The Schnooks 19. This is right at Lindbergh and Tesson Ferry.
1: Okay, Lindbergh. There's, what did I say, Rock? There's a lot of Lindbergh. A lot out of there.
0: Lindbergh in between Tesson Ferry and
1: 55. All right, Lindbergh and Tesson Ferry. That's I'll on. bring you guys some smoothies. Friday. Okay. From it's literally <laughs> a stone's throw. <laughs> uh, from 10 to 1, uh, big road show week for not only the press box but also the midday grind. Now Thursday, I'll be coming to the show. From my annual doctor's checkup, so it's doctor week, which I've decided I got to lose some weight between now and Thursday that last big push you know you're getting married, you're going to a reunion. I gotta go see my doctor on Thursday
0: well, we're at a bar tomorrow, and last time we were there, they did supply some food a couple of years ago bar food's not exactly. Just overall, the they healthiest have, They have really good, diet. good fried chicken there, I think.
1: no Chicken tenders. Chicken is someone, tenders, that's what, I'm, yeah. that's what it is. Sorry. Those are healthy. So if I don't eat between some now and that. then, is that okay? It's, I mean, it's
0: chicken breast. You're going to be kind of dizzy and hazy on Thursday, I feel like, if you do that.
1: A couple years ago, back in my news talk days. Years ago. I was mention, <laughs> mentioning that I had to go to the doctor that day. And, you know, the annual physical, you got to weigh in. But they brought in all this food, tends to happen in radio. And it was some sort of a dessert place. and It was all brownies and cakes. And it was real rich food. And I said on the air, I shouldn't be doing this because I'm going to see the doctor. I go to my doctor, check it in. You go through all of the, the physical and everything. And then he walks in the room after I'd done all of the vitals or whatever. And he walks in. <laughs> or whatever. Well, you know how they poke you know, poking prod. And then he comes in. Danger your life. He walks in and he said. So did you eat any of the cupcakes? He actually heard me in the studio saying, oh, I can't do this. The doctor, oh, I got go to go this. I'm like, well, maybe just a little. And then that's when he fills out the whole form. I'm like, so are you uh, exercising regularly? Like, Oh, every day. How much we drinking? And I'm like, oh, a f- beer here or there? Like... <laughs> You eat any of those cupcakes? No,
0: Doc. I'm healthy as can be. You got a great diet. I, I've cut out all these sugars and carbs. Okay. Well, I heard you schnooks yesterday, and you are talking about eating bratwurst. And then you're at 1860. You're having chicken tenders. And then I heard something about you bringing in McDonald's cookies for the guys one day. Yeah,
1: he's got a whole he's got a whole chart that he's been keeping. <laughs> Seen the bag for food
0: a lot on the air for a guy who has a healthy diet.
1: We got a doctor Rick up to. All right, we got a new one. Uh, this, this is a new one we've added. It's the banged up chart. Uh, how often? How often are we banged
0: up? Uh, We're going to no... take a look at your hose yeah. metrics right now yes. and see
1: how hosed you are. Hose metrics. Hey, you never know who's listening. I admitted that I was a bad dad at Carson's game the other day, and told... you weren't a
0: bad dad. You're just a bad coach.
1: Yeah. Well, I shouldn't have been coaching. Yes. Bad parenting. You shouldn't Fair. coach. Now, I was an assistant coach last year on the bench. I haven't been able to make it to all the practices this year. But I mentioned that he's sitting out on the wing and nobody's moving. So I just yelled, move, go to the basket, move. And as soon as he runs to the basket, coach points out, Carson, you're a wing. What are you doing? Coach was listening, and he texted me. He said, don't be so hard on yourself. You still have your assistant coach title. You never know who's listening, so careful what you admit. I'll see the doctor on Thursday, and I'm sure some of this will be brought up. You're not questioning a coach who doesn't have built-in backdoor screens from his wings? I mean, come on. Right. Like, What's going on here? You're not having your wings attack the basket? Come on. Are you hey, gonna- do that bounce all the oop you saw
0: over the weekend, okay? <laughs> what are you waiting for? get Martin in the summer. Swing away, Carson. And then the manager. He's supposed to bunt.
1: And when I told him to take, a couple we don't pitches, teach that in my family. Took like twelve straight pitches. I said, "You don't oh, God, swing that's gonna be everything." Hoff, that's going to be Hoff's big thing to overcome when he's a father is when his coaches mm-hmm. tells his kid to put down a button. Brian's like, I'm, "No, I don't teach that in my household." We I'm sorry. quit. My son quits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well,
0: son, what's the what's the signal for 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 bunting? Oh, he touches his cap and then he he touches his chin. I'm supposed to bunt. Okay, ignore that.
1: Ignore it. Full time, you swing away like an adult. <laughs> One other loose end (laughs) from over the weekend. Guess who reappeared? Did you guys notice this on Twitter? He had been gone for a while. Our favorite Brewers fan? Barkley's back. Barkley. Oh, the dog. Because they trotted him out when they were terrible. And we said the ultimate diversionary tactic... Blues are bad. Puppy. Duh, Blues duh. give up two-goal lead. Puppy. Blues lose
0: 7-1. to Here's Barclay playing with the puck. Oh. And did you
1: notice, all of a sudden, the team's good. Teams win. I do think they got sensitive to it, that we were all kind of mocking the fact that they'd roll mm-hmm. out this cute little dog who's adorable. Hey, the team's bad. Cute puppy. He went away for a while, and over the weekend, they sent out a tweet and said, in case you're wondering what Barclay's been up to during the winning streak. He's just been doing puppy things. Aww. So Barkley is back. We love Barkley. We're not that mean and jaded that we don't love the puppy. But he did go away for a while. And and the focus was on stop me if I'm wrong here, but it was on winning hockey. That actually happened. One of our great sponsors is Triad Bank. You can take it to the bank by taking your business to Triad Bank. They're in Frontenac on Clayton Road, one block west. Of Lindbergh, that website is triadbanking.com. Lindbergh and if is you a wanna... big road. What's that? Lindbergh is a big road. I, there's a lot of Lindbergh out there. <laughs> a lot there. of Lindbergh. There's a uh, there's a fair amount of Clayton out there. <laughs> That's why I'm narrowing it down here. <laughs> One block west. i was gonna say that you're Lindbergh. on Manchester Road, like we're on Manchester. I'll start naming the food places. Yeah, there we go. Solid chunk. Um, what we're we talking about? Triad bank. bank. Jim Ragnar's like, how come you lose focus? You're talking about my bank. <laughs> If you're a business owner and you're looking to do more business, why not talk to the folks who started a bank in St. Louis? They make all the decisions here. So if you're looking to get a small business loan, talk to the folks at Triad Bank who know how to get things done in St. Louis. Again, they're not going to New York or L.A. to make that decision. It's all happening right here. Neighborhood-friendly bank, when you go in, there's actually tellers, people that are nice. They'll give you a nice pen to take with you. I think Strickland took some ice cream, took some coffee mugs, left. He took everything but the money because get, you get in trouble if you try to do that. that. That's true. They do draw the line at that. Great service, wonderful people. And if you're a business owner, go online, triadbanking.com or in person in
0: Frontenac. Splash time. Black Deuce uh, chiming and saying there's got to be like 10 schnooks on
1: Lindbergh Road. Well, that's, that was kind of my point. <laughs> we probably could have gone over it ahead of time. And there's a lot We don't of Lind- do that, though. A lot of Lindbergh out there. Time now for the end of the day the end of the day. Okay, when's the end of the day? At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, yeah, I don't want to do this.
0: I'm trying to find the the right b- uh, bit here because whatever video I saw of it wasn't what I wanted. Chris Bryant did address the, the St. Louis is boring and then the Yadier Molina reaction. That was way back in January. Uh, he hasn't really had to speak publicly since then. Um, He did say he felt that his comments were taken out of context, which I don't quite understand because it was a minute long clip question and then answer. Now, we've done take it out of context thing before. I don't believe we did it then. I think that was a pretty easy block of just a full statement. He kind of brought it up. Yes.
1: Ryan Dempster didn't say, hey, do you hate St. Louis? It just kind of came out and today i think he tried to walk it back like, who cares i mean it's all fun Kelly. what's up dude nice to meet you yeah he's a big cardinals fan so wait yeah Ooh. yeah he was
0: he was trying to work the magic on bryce yeah
1: did he have the band-aid on who want to play in st louis so boring he did bring it up yeah, awesome. right? so boring so i always boring. get asked like
0: where you like to play? Where you not like to play? And ooh, St. Louis is on the place I don't like to play. Yeah. It's still Friday night with Ryan Dempster. I'm still not quite unsure what that is. I guess his late night Conan O'Brien kind of shtick. But yes, Chris brought it up on his own.
1: He clearly brought it up. He, yes, boring. Yes, Who would want to play there? And he just kept going. He, That's the he, one he, place I wouldn't. Boring. He kind of doubled down. He should have just said, eh, St. Louis, Cincy, Pittsburgh, our division,
0: eh. I am disappointed he didn't double down today. Just Do you know what? It's a thing already. Yadier kind of made it a thing by saying true leaders or whatever don't badmouth it. John Breby made it a thing by telling him to shove off loser. Um me <laughs> river Just double loser. down. Say toasted raves suck and our pizza's better than your pizza. The river looks gross. What's the arch? It's just an upside-down
1: U. Just just really go hard. Or if he came out with a ton of information, like if he said, uh, you know, I want to credit the O'Loughlin family for what they're doing with the Ferris wheel and the aqua- Like, just roll out. A ton I only
0: of like cities that are that are uh, combined. I hate city-county divides.
1: I'm a little concerned about the county-city merger. Uh, I, the Bebo Mills Fund, though, these days, with what they've been able to do in 360 rooftop. What, just think if he rattled off. You know, I know Kitty's trying to get some things done at the Dome. Like, if he had just rattled off an insane amount of St. Louis knowledge. I can't wait been...
0: to visit that aquarium down at Union Station. Yes.
1: wouldn't that have been hilarious? <laughs> you know, I'm getting a scarf. I think the MLS thing will be a positive. I uh, like what they're doing next to, uh, you know, Eddie McVeigh over there. and Maggie's. <laughs> is gonna... be brought up. If he just starts mentioning all these St. Louis things, that would have been great. I love
0: Fast Eddie's. I love going to Cardinal games and then hopping across yes. the river to, go to Fast Eddie's
1: afterwards. He could have won back now that he cares. Wouldn't right. that have been fun for the St. Louis fans? I would've
0: been. You know, I got some uh, I have some unfortunate news.
1: For a three. Goal!
0: It's the Cash Evans Kansas basketball update. Usually it's a negative. Kansas is kinda of back into the big twelve race now. They're only a game back at Kansas State. Actually half a game back. We rather.
1: we did celebrate a little earlier. We last did kind of week. bury them. Yeah. And they're not done, but we're excited about what K State might be able to do. You like and that, that was Bruce al- Weber. I also booked Chris Lowry that day because I was working with TJ and I thought who would enjoy a little dancing on the Kansas grave, albeit early, more than a Mizzou guy.
0: Kansas does have a rough stretch. Uh they have most of the week off. Next game, not till Saturday, but that's at Texas Tech. And then the following Monday, home against Kansas State. Those are the two teams that they're tied with tech, they're chasing K State.
1: So it's possible.
0: It's possible. If they went out, most certainly they've they will win another. But then what we do is, you see this is the good part. This is the, this is where we kind of spin things around a bit. We say, you know, conference titles, regular season, those don't matter. Talk to us in March. That's what we do. That's yeah. when we that's when we turn back around and we play this clip. For Oak Banash, a Big 12 championship that year, too.
1: It's when we use the SEC football argument. Bulls don't matter. You guys went 10-0 in the Bulls. Bulls are great. Look at us. We
0: crushed it. At the same time, Marquette tied for first. Actually leading now in the Big East because of that win over Villanova. Yes. That one matters. The Big East, regular season, that matters.
1: Big 12, not so much. Thank you, St. John. Yes, Who beat Marquette twice, twice, but then knocked out Villanova despite, and what have we told you, college basketball, your team with the big lead will lose that big lead. They may not lose the game, but if they have a huge lead, double digits, they will lose the lead. St. John's was down 19, I believe, 15 or 19 yesterday and came back.
0: Always happens. All right, so um, President Taft, uh, there is no firsthand account of him ever getting stuck in a bathtub. However, what is true is that Taft had some extra-large bathtubs installed for him. One was installed in the USS North Carolina a second one was installed on the presidential yacht, the Mayflower. So he may not have necessarily ever been stuck in a bathtub. That was, however, a concern. So they got him it was a extra large bathtubs.
1: <laughs> it didn't happen, but it was a concern. Which has
0: to be just so enlightening and a good moment for you where I'm too fat for the tub. Make <laughs> me a bigger one. Um, Martin, you mentioned uh, medicine and, and doctors and such. uh, in line with presidents, you know, James Garfield was uh, was shot and killed later. Um, but one reason why he might have died, maybe not so much from the gunshot, it's believed by some that he was actually accidentally starved to death. Uh, he had sepsis by the wound with unsterile hands and instruments. Uh, Garfield's doctors did him a disservice by strictly limiting his solid food intake, believing that the bullet might have pierced his uh, intestines. Apparently, the doctors insisted that Garfield be fed rectally, and he received beef, beef, egg yolks, milk, whiskey, and drops of (laughs) opium in this manner, as you throw up in the studio. It is believed that he might have been starved to death, given that he lost over 100 pounds from July to September
1: the visual we starved
0: a present to death by stuffing stuff up where it didn't belong uh, just think about that
1: no I don't want to don't think want about to. That. nobody <laughs> nobody should think about that it's presidential even, trivia even dr. Rick says it's a little gross <laughs> for the lunch hour <laughs> even he would refuse to bring that up oh uh, my God. do
0: you know who the shortest and uh, lightest president was same person shortest and lightest 5'4,
1: 100 one of the Adams
0: is James Madison Madison's James Madison James Madison Shortest and lightest. Shortest and lightest. Five four one hundred. That's the end of the day. Five four. He was a tiny fella. Couldn't be elected. Now I feel it. We like taller presidents.
1: And they used to feed him these vegetables, but they had to give him to. No, no. Don't want to hear it. I was going to tell you about schnooks, I can't even read this now. It's... Think of how far no, our medicine.
0: Our... No, but think of it in the context of how far we've come. We don't do that anymore. Now we just we, we pump the food into their system with us <laughs> with a stomach pump, a food little thing that goes in the, that goes in your belly. Not this, not up the other way. That's this is, the wrong this way. is gonna
1: help me with Doctor Week. I'm just back. trying to help you help. not eat, Martin. This so is, think
0: about that. Whenever later tonight when you're hungry, maybe for a little, a little snack, some sugar, or a little unhealthy burger or something, just think what happened to uh to James Garfield.
1: That's gonna help. I gotta yeah. be honest you're with welcome. you. You're welcome. Uh we have not heard yet what the Mike Schmil- Schmilt Who? Mike Schilt rollout was. Oh. Apparently he was gonna have his own touch or fingerprints on this camp, and it wouldn't be known until they took the field on Monday. I haven't seen anything yet on this, but there's only so much you can do. It's training camp, they're bunting, they're catching. It it can't
0: be uh, escape room. That was already done. It didn't really work either.
1: My gut was that it might go closer, not gimmicky, but Joe madden ish where they just really emphasizing the fun. There seems to be... uh, a lot of talk about guys relating well and having fun. And I just wanted talking, talking, communicating. <laughs> Adam Wainwright said Schilt was the best communicator he'd ever played for. I'm like, and he said, that's no offense to Tony or Mike. I'm like, oh, okay. I think it's offense to one
0: person. And that's yeah.
1: so I anyway, say we have not heard yet what that look is at training camp. We did learn over the weekend. There's something called a Lamborghini truck. I was not aware of that. Until Does Mar- that have
0: a rear view camera when you back up?
1: Oh, 100%. I, until Marcel Ozuna panicked thinking that the foul ball he hit may have actually hit his Lamborghini truck. Everybody had the same reaction. We had the video the other day on Fox 2, and everybody said, there's a Lamborghini truck? So we <laughs> looked it up. $200,000, you can get yourself a Lamborghini truck. We are going to be at the Schnooks on Lindbergh and Tesson Fair. We'll be there on Friday, part of our Schnooks tour. And right now, I want to remind you, You've heard this phrase, right? Certified Angus beef. See that everywhere. There's only one certified. So Angus beef gets listed a lot. But certified Angus beef is is different. And you can find it at Schnook's. Back in the 1970s, the best family ranchers in the Midwest got together and put together their own uncompromising standards for taste. They created this. So it should say certified Angus beef. Angus beef. There's no T in there. What makes it the best? It has to pass ten exacting standards for mouthwatering flavor, tenderness, and juiciness. Here's an idea: only three in ten Angus cattle meet the Certified Angus Beef standard. News you can use. If you're looking for a top quality steak, you know, go to Schnucks for Certified Angus Beef. And did you know the pork steak started right here in St. Louis at Schnucks? Oh, I didn't know it started at Schnucks. I knew it started. The- okay, well, how about that's that? Cool. Take it from the best family ranchers in the United States and a grocery store that knows a thing or two about steak. Get to Schnucks for certified Angus beef. Tomorrow, coming to you live from Soulard 1860 Saloon. Stay tuned. The Hardline is next.